Awesome. Well, we are live. So that's pretty cool. Uh, this is one last ride here today on the interviews with Modern Lion Art, Spooky Trash, and Unkempt. Uh, this is Juco hosting it. So how about we just introduce ourselves uh, by who's here, you know, with who's here for now. All right. Hi, I'm Modern Lion Art. Uh, captain main tank for one last ride and also the manager i'm back Sorry. Then go ahead and trash. introduce yourself it's your turn uh i'm trash rodent uh i play flex support and i really wish i wasn't on moira for one last ride i'm on Kemp's. i'm the main support for one last ride that's it <laughs> nice yeah. well the pleasure to have you guys uh We'll hope that the stream the stream doesn't have as many scuffs as yesterday. So we'll we'll jump right into it. Um, you guys, great team. You guys have only lost what once, maybe twice. Once. Well, once, and that was what to meteors. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's a incredible record to have, knowing that they're like consistently favorites of the league, our community. Uh oh. And so we have five weeks left. Walk me through how those five weeks are gonna go. How you're thinking it in your mind? All of you can answer. This is not just one of you. Uh, okay. You so our uh, our game tomorrow kind of got canceled due to some uh, issues. They're a little you know. scared. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Harmony and Chaos, or not Harmony and Chaos? Sugar sorry, Rush. Sugar Rush. Yeah, Sugar Rush is a little bit not there anymore. So, uh, we got that handled. You know, um, looking forward to so we got it. We got Infius. That's a game which I'm somewhat confident we can win. You know, just a maybe like eighty percent. Uh, and then we got a, a bit of a tough, tough one coming up because we have a streamed game versus Renovatio, but it's streamed on a Sunday, and that Sunday is three days before our match versus commit. Yeah. So we have good like practice. a four-day span of probably like our two toughest matches in the last half of the season. Yeah, and then after commit we have. Uh, and then we beat Invictus for the last week. So yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. We all heard it. Yeah. Uh. uh I get it though. You gotta have that confidence going into, especially week fifteen, after some uh, three of your biggest wins. I mean, one of them's coming up, uh, being uh, Sugar Rush, Frantic Lava Cats, and Aimbots. Really, really toughen that out. Um, yep. Awesome parody in the Discord tier when half of our teams that don't go into playoffs don't actually show up. So, yeah. So I, I I hear you talking a lot about the Reno commit lineup. That's rough to have to have a game three days before the like what what the, everyone in discord tier unanimously agrees is going to be everyone's hardest game is when you have to play off against the powerhouse of commit is there anything special that you that you have started to do or are planning to do to get ready for them that you're willing to indulge me in or is it all under wraps gotta be secret can't can't give anything away i've been taking multivitamins <laughs> No, but like I don't think we're doing anything different. Maybe we'll do an extra couple of scripts, but like most of it's just secret, secret stuff. Is it though? I mean, <laughs> you know, the patch is, was supposed to be coming up, right? Oh yeah, that's that's rough. So we we kind of have to practice for a new patch plus new potential meta within like a week or two before that kind of double game. Plus, we just punch. do not know when the patch is gonna hit either. Yeah, and also no one knows what the meta is gonna be after the patch comes out, so that's pretty epic. It's a little rough, but with the Lucio changes, I'm pretty sure a lot of it's gonna stay the same. So I guess the plan is scrim twice a day once the patch comes out until commit. Oh, yeah, of course. Gotcha. Well, let's talk about the meta, how it stands, and what potentially you would all like to see as the meta, or what maybe you predict is gonna be the meta. So, double shield, obvious meta right now. A uh, little bit of dive wearing his head on certain maps, and like Bastion comps also like resurfacing with the. You know, just Orisa one tricks getting a little bit more time in the sun, being able to pull out the Bastions, the Maze, stuff like that. Um, how does that fare to the way that your team played before all that happened and now? Like, are you guys happy? You guys unhappy? Settling? Mm. Uh, I think generally this meta has actually been way better than us. Uh, made way better for us. I feel like what was what was even was the last meta? It was just Hog Orisa. Orisa. Yeah. yeah, it was we it was like... the ice fishing for a while. That was kind of just our. We were like moderately okay at that. Like I'd say we were we were good enough. But in that, in, if they were still meta, we probably wouldn't be have have a bigger chance of beating teams like Meteors and Commit. But I think as uh, 
generally bad as this meta is considered to be, or at least unfun, I would say it's benefited us because it, it I guess, it plays more to our style. Yeah. Like the, the sort of the just the double shield, like hard rush, super death volley comps kind of benefit Close us. Coordination, sticking together, all that. But I'm not too worried about the upcoming changes, at least because I I see very little potential for the meta changing enough that it takes us super far out of our comfort zone. Because we've been like practicing at least stuff that could be like you know Bastion's sort of played a lot right now. Maybe he's played more. Maybe he's played less because of the shield changes. It's hard to tell right now. Gotcha. Uh, I think that like like the next meta might be dive, but only on certain maps, like only first point maps, especially like Numbani perhaps. But if the other team runs like a Bastion on defense double shield, I don't think it's working. They got swapped. The you know. You guys, you guys, stabilize, stabilize, easy clap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like double shield, Brian Zarya dive. It only depends on certain maps and like what your team is comfortable in and what other teams might not be. And you just gotta play your strengths and play their weakness. What completely convinces me is the meta isn't gonna change much. Is there's no DPS changes. And like the DPS are really what's uh, it's, You're kind of lying to me right now. Tracer actually got a range increase, so uh. Oh, like... spooky. <laughs> they yeah, boosted, of course. Did much. Yeah, I, I, um, I like the call out to Tracer's change. I think there's like, there's interesting potential there because I know a lot of DPS players are forced to swap to Tracer, uh, just like tank players are forced to swap to Ball when you're like on a defense where you just have to keep coming out of spawn as fast as you can. And with the range difference for Tracer, potentially there's a chance that swinging fights back when you switch to Tracer is a little easier. But I know a lot of people also forsake the Tracer option and go for just Doomfist May because like they also have a lot of, once they're on point, stay alive potential and they're a little bit easier to play than how hard Tracer is to play currently. But I don't know. I, I think you're right that the DPS line I, I don't think doom reaper or like may are going anywhere um i do think maybe the tank line might see a change initially because everyone's gonna or not everyone but a lot of the top tier players that are like being outwardly aggressive at this meta that's like it's even worse than goats which is a lot of like top level players have been saying which i feel like is unwarranted but more to the point is like they're gonna try to run more winston they're gonna try to run more ryan and stuff like that and it might work, but it's probably just going to be forcing it, and eventually the meta is going to go back to double shield. I'm excited for what maybe support might do, because I think Moira and Lucio are both good, but I think that we've really been seeing, especially like Tier 1 and Tier 2 play, that Brig has had her niche, Bap has had some more playtime, Mercy's getting more playtime, so there might be a weird healer combo that doesn't necessarily take over but maybe is switched out more often with the Moira Lucio, but you guys can talk more about that either later on or right now if you're willing, but we can talk more about your uh, your time in the community thus far. I, I knew very little about your team going into the season. I'm pretty sure you were like the last team to get formed, kind of as like a uh, placeholder pick. Uh, we, not we formed. We, we uh, I, I expressed interest in joining the community, like, I don't know, maybe a few weeks possibly a month before it started but by that time all the spots were full so we were kind of just in a position where we were like oh we'll, we'll look around and see what else we can join uh but right around that time is when uh what was it majesty ruby left the community and that we kind of saw an opportunity we're like hey let's go for it it was like two days or something before uh like the start of all the main main season matches so yeah we kind of came in as just sort of like a mystery whatever because we hadn't even been formed ourselves for very long beforehand, but I think just the the community setting as a whole has helped us out a lot in like getting the team's energy up from like kind of a baseline. We were also in a Valk League at the time, too, like right before we played like a couple couple of games, and then we found that Trank was more uh, like more competitive and more like difficult. So we saw that opportunity, and then we took advantage and dropped Valk and stayed in Trank. Yeah. I hadn't joined the team until later in the season. Like, what was it? After after the Eclipse game, I think it was, that you guys had, right? Oh, uh, it was later than that. 
later than that, after the aimbots came, something was yeah. I think it was. We stole you from free agency once you stole yourself from Instalog. Yeah, because I left Instalog initially, and I've no modern like past that. I've no modern and his team way past that. Like I even subbed for one last ride before I joined huh. Instalog. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's been a pretty pretty crazy kind of uh, ride. <laughs> one there. last ride. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. Cap. How about um individually? Where, where where are your roots? I know you guys were talking about Valk before, and then uh, uh, Trashward and, and being on Instalock was uh, how I initially found out about you. So like, if that's the beginning of your of your tale of like you know this tier of Overwatch, then like that's fine. But if there's anything else that you want to add, go for it. Like, cause we're I mean the whole point of this is learning more about you. See what, what the individual where where you guys come from. Me and Modern have known each other for a very long time now. Well, yeah, he, he was a, he was a, a, a what was a junk one trick in plat back in 2017, something like uh, that. I was an Ana player in Thailand. Eh, uh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> you can tell yourself that. Uh, yeah, we've known each other for. Like I've been on and off, and on and off and on and off teams with him in the past. Uh, Unkempt's just some goober he picked up off the street. Okay, to be fair, I had my thumb out and they picked me up in their their pre and it was packed with boomers and zoomers and <laughs> we kicked out all the boomers, left all the zoomers and now we're cruising with a Prius with hydraulics. But yeah, I, I met I met Modern and Trash from Jane server. They posted posted something saying looking for support or some something like that. And I was like, Hey, I'm playing for Majesty Ruby. Majesty Ruby's downwards trend right now. I'm gonna just pick up one last ride. I tried out, worked out, like the guys, and then became friends. And we hold hands all day. Yeah, that's what we do. That's nice. And uh, I, I, I found Instalock respects actually. I forgot which server I was advertising in. Might have been Jane's server. Might have been something else. But I found about this community through Specs after I tried out for Instalock, and uh, they they liked me over there. But I, I, I was getting a little too toxic for myself and i ended up leaving and left the team and then a few i forgot it was like a week or two a week or two went by and i decided okay i think i've calmed down enough kind of readjusted my mental i'm gonna find another team and then modern happened to be looking for flex support at the time so it was a perfect fit nice let's um let's talk about each player's like role i guess at least of, of the ones here um Modern, you're the main tank, so how are you adjusting to the double shield, like, horse jail, I guess? And, um, are you looking forward to potentially, like, trying new comps, like, uh, come playoffs time when the new, uh, meta rolls around? And if so, what, what, what are you most looking forward to when it comes to your role as main tank? Uh, yeah, it's about that. So, I am, in fact, the main tank for one last ride. However, uh, essentially, upon Sigma's release to live servers i've been a sigma one trick mainly because uh my off tank at the time hadn't played him so we started scrimming with me on sigma and essentially i've just been on the sigma ever since so i'm main tank quotation marks but sigma one trick is a more accurate description so the the, the double shield change or double, like the uh, double shield like coming into meta was kind of actually okay for me because i was arguably not good at orissa back in the uh old hog orissa meta and um yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, and as far as, like, changes go, uh, I'm kind of happy. Something I said before is that I'm actually really happy about the changes. Even though Sigma's getting, by all means, nerfed, like, the whole one-second shield thing, it makes makes the money will be played as aggressively. Uh, I, I appreciate that they removed his, like, little shield delay before deploying it, which had always bothered me, despite being, like, 0.2 seconds. So, essentially, a small quality of life change is completely over over any doubt in my mind about uh, any potential nerfs that he's getting although in terms of what the meta is actually going to be it's hard to say for right now although I'd, I'd appreciate if sigma still had some position in it even if he's not like you know one of the only two tanks ever played gotcha what about um what about your role as in in the tank lineup when it comes like let's say that sigma stays viable but orissa goes down the drain and like uh like winston or reinhardt gets gets pushed out does that mean that you're 
previous off tank becomes the main tank and you you stay on that sigma grind or is there a chance that you kind of juggle the responsibility like you are now uh you see that's a good question because i hadn't even thought about that till you just mentioned it uh so we have two off tanks technically on one last ride uh tell him jay can he's he's more of like an actual like off tank player so if if, if, if something like sigma ryan say becomes meta I legitimately don't know what we'd put him on because he's he's more of like a Zarya Diva Hog kind of person, uh, and he kind of he kind of took on the Arissa Jail uh, in lieu of me once the meta came in. So I'm not. Uh, but our other off tank, the uh, Bagel, he's pretty flexible. I would say most likely scenario if in the case of a uh, switch up, like to say Ryan or Winston instead of Arissa, would probably be that I'd go on to the main the actual main tank for the most part. Uh, and Bagel would probably go on to the Sigma, and we'd have Telm either learn Ryan or learn Sigma until he got up to workable level. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, I'm. I feel like a lot of teams are doing that. I, I've interviewed a few teams that, even though the main tank is uh, conventionally like Arissa, I and, and Sigma's the off tank, and there's definitely people that have, have flipped those roles. And I think this is the meta where that's like the easiest transition. It'd be weird if you made like your Reinhardt Winston player or when uh, Ice Fishing came out to play the Roadhog. But I know there's a lot of strats where um, Arissa had played the off tank before back when she initially came out. Ryan Arissa was a really big combo because of the Holt chatter back when ults had the, uh, the easier time of getting them when they weren't reduced twice. Um, and then also Winston Arissa for like high ground control and stuff like that has been a pretty popular comp like two or three metas ago. So, I, I definitely see that transition being a little bit less uh, detrimental to how your team can perform. So that's super cool. But let's move over to the supports. Uh, so both of you can answer this. Um, Moira, Lucio, are those like, even if this wasn't the meta, would you guys still be like going after those heroes on the hero select screen? Or are you, as like a Lucio player, are you, are you mainly into like Baptiste, Brig, Mercy? Or as a Moira player, you're more into Ana, Zen? kind of stuff okay so i hate more i really do i do not like her kit i do not like playing her she's a dumb hero she she rots my brain kind of you know i was very conventionally like an anna and zen like one trick player and that's what i've used throughout almost all of my teams i, I did i do play sort of like lucio too but uh i would love to get off the moira and just have like anna or zen back in the meta either one really but I kind of know also that more is a necessary evil, and I don't think she's going anywhere until she gets nerfed, gets nerfed which I don't think it's going to be this patch, so it's kind of unfortunate. I would love for Anna or Zen to be back in the meta, though. Yeah, I agree with Trash. Like, as a Lucio player, I was stuck on Lucio for goats and double shield, but ice fishing and this right now versus... versus and so, I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't mind playing Lucio. He's one of the best characters to play and have fun. You can just like boom on people and feed into wells and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, like I like trash. I played Lucio on a Zen, like as as I climbed up to Diamond, Plat, all that, right? So I'm I'm pretty proficient at like Ana, but not good at Zen. So I really want maybe an Ana Zen combo coming out, but I really don't think so because Mars just too good right now easy heals easy ult charge easy easy damage five gold metal andy easy hero easy hero easy clap easy win so you you mentioned like ana zen is like a as a potential like dream comp between the two of you because that puts you on like some of your favorite roles that aren't and haven't been beat to the ground by goats and ice fishing and stuff like that in, in the current meta um i know in uh owl and tier two uh scenes there have been uh two comps of completely separate heroes from the meta that have been like poking their head out every once in a while and that's brig anna uh specifically on like third point defense or like really tight uh controlled maps and then um baptiste zen as like a more dps output combo with a lot of sustain when it comes to like zen's ult and baptiste uh immortality are, are any of those solutions to the current like uh jails you've been respectively put into uh, sound like appetizing or do you think that's just going to be more of the same like Babsen's not fun or or Brigon is not fun um I think those comps would be fun right but I think they're it's very different from a pro playing them to us so it's almost like 
yeah, I would love to do something like that. You know, I'd love to just look at the comp. Let's copy it down. Let's use it on this map. You know, whatever. Let's use it exactly how the pros do or however else. But against other teams your level, they also play more predictable things. So if you're playing an Ana or you're playing a Babsen and they're just playing more Lucio, it's probably just going to be better than what you have. Which is kind of the most unfortunate part. Like, I'd love for Babsen. That sounds pretty fun. I don't know if you like Bab on Kemp, but I don't know. Zen, you know, I'm kind of nasty. So I'd love Zen back in at any point, but eh, we also got to take the games, you know? Right. So. Yeah, like Trash is kind of pog on Zen. I've seen him. I've seen him do out the damage. He's kind of nutty. But yeah, I'm fine with playing Bath, especially like if we're playing Bash and stuff. But like, it gets me better like time to practice my aim rather than practice aim on Lucio because he's, he's a projectile compared to Bath, more hit skin like. So I I find it more like having fun switching it up sometimes playing Bath. Fuck Mercy. I, I hate I hate having fun. <laughs> Who tells me to play Mercy? sad boy hours but like like trash said like sometimes like if you play like an on a on a brig or something on like let's say third point eichenwald and they're running a more lucio it's hard to out heal like that comp itself their healing rate is just so big and if they're playing together it's hard because Ana has to play more in the back and breaks up rolling with their main tank or dps or something like that so like if someone comes with a flank, then you're pooping out damage, and there's nothing you can do to out heal. Right. Yeah, I know that um, the Bap Zen is an interesting like combo because it's like it at peak has higher healing output than where Lucio could ever do because of the sustain of Zen ult and stuff like that, and the the, the sustain of the immortality and their damage output's also higher. But it's on a knife's edge of being like not viable if if either of the high skill characters mess up. So that's always like a, a weird thing to see, like the pro level, and then it's just super hard to replicate, like you were saying. And then with the Brig Ana, it, like on paper and the way the pros play it is super good because instead of like having high healing output, because I think of like of the healing line aside from maybe adding Zen instead of Ana, it's like the lowest. But it, it's also the best for anti heals because it's you know the Ana has the anti grenade, and then the the Brig can block off line of sight for healing and stop Lucio, stop Moira, stop Reaper, stop Doom, a lot of the, the big ticket characters in this current meta, so super hard, and I, I love those comps to like push forward personally as someone who enjoys some good support play, but I understand what exactly what you said earlier, just if you get put up against somewhere or Lucio, if you they ram their head into that wall five times in a row, they're eventually going to get past you if you don't have a comp that can kind of dish out the same stuff they do, so I understand that entirely, but I, I hope this new meta adds just a little bit more depth. It doesn't have to get rid of double shield, but give me a little more options across roles, and I'll, I'll be a happy camper. Always looking for good Overwatch. So yeah, like definitely. So talking about like the upper echelon of of Discord tier, um, a lot of the people in the podcast, a lot of people in the community have been kind of just parroting the same phrases over and over again, which is like there's a top, there's a clear top four, right? And you guys. Um, I don't know how many of these interviews we've watched, but a lot of teams uh, I interview are Harmony, and they love you guys. They think they sometimes they put you guys above like Meteors, which I know is like probably your biggest rival because you're same record, and you guys had that incredible match that was featured, and uh, both really good teams. But a lot sometimes even people put you above Commit, which is super cool, and I think you guys are really cool. Played a match against you, got whomped. Um, so talk to us a little bit about what it what it means to you guys to do this well coming into the last the, the home stretch of the of the season and and uh what your playoff run is, is going to be like oh wow okay so first off it's really nice i, I actually wasn't aware of uh harman keen's apparently liking us so that's that's pretty cool to hear um but in terms of like how, how we've been doing so far and like what we're looking at uh we felt pretty confident at least coming into like this part of the season like early, early on in the season we were uh kind of unconfident in our play like we had like a bunch of close matches you might know like with so many like drawn maps we almost lost to harmony chaos uh week two uh and stuff like that like we almost lost to tough luck week four had a really close game with uh insta lock week five uh but as season has progressed uh we've kind of built our own 
kind of status if we've kind of done our own thing to the point where i think we can all feel confident enough in our um confident enough in our like progress we've made and growth we've been making and uh as for like the future uh we've been practicing pretty hard like recently especially uh getting like starting to get to the point where we can like work out like little issues instead of having to figure out like big like comm structure or like comp selection and all that so when looking at like a playoff run we, we feel confident obviously except for like teams like meteor teams like commit which we've just always felt when playing against them lucky scrim commit in the past that like it, it's just such a tough matchup because they're the kind of teams that can see what we're doing and like actually adapt to it like on the fly incredibly quickly like some really impressive stuff so we we think we can get pretty far all things considered uh whether we can actually manage to beat commit week 14 or and potentially beat meteors and commit in uh playoffs we're kind of yet to be seen but uh as of right now i think we feel pretty confident going into like earlier matches and like earlier playoff runs nice how about how about the rest of you guys? Any, any similar similar thoughts? Any 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 things you want to express? Any feelings that you're going into that that commit match or your eventual inevitable um, game uh, game two against uh, Meteors of Fate uh, is with you in the playoffs? I'm I'm really great friends with most of the people from Meteors. Like I love Pyro, you know, Monahem, uh, but. I think I think this match of fate will see a different winner this time. I really hope that we can go against them again, and I really hope that we can somehow pull out the win. I don't know. We're 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 practicing. We're improving. I know they are too, but I just cannot wait for that match. I really hope we go against them, and we don't lose before we go against them. It would be definitely one of the closer and better matches of season. Yeah, I agree. Season. I I think like. The meteor lineup is just like pretty fucking stacked. Same with same with commit. I don't see them swapping any other players at the moment. Maybe they might drop uh, someone on com commit. Maybe I don't know. He, he might leave. Who knows, right? But like their lineups are stacked, right? So we're prepping. We're we're trying. We're thinking of ways. But we really want to have a rematch against meteors. We've we played with them in pugs. Sometimes we just fool around with them in calls and minecraft or whatever and apex maybe sometimes and so we get to know them so we want to destroy them so so they so it's just a simply rivalry yeah i like that i i would um ask this question to as many teams as possible but if, if you had to pick is there a uh a, a rival that you have within your tier and i feel like without having to ask that for you guys it's a little bit more obvious than some especially with what we've been talking about so like you said, um, meteors. You, you talk to them outside of just the game, and there's like a, there's like a friendship and a rivalry going on between two teams. Uh, if you had to, if you had to say this is this is your chance to say something completely, completely off the cuff. It doesn't have to be anything too serious, but just like like a little promise that maybe you could keep to meteors if you meet each other in the playoffs. What, what's what's on the line for you? What's at stake? Is it just pride? Is it like honor? What's going on? They killed my pet dog in Minecraft, so I want my revenge. Other than that, like if we see them in playoffs, commit or meteors like teabags, we we don't care. If we want to teabag you, if you want to teabag us, just give us an agreement and we'll teabag. So you know. Remember that the playoff matches are streamed. So. Oh, I was um, I was gonna say the winner gets more cool sand picks, but I th I like that one too. Like revenge story seems pretty good. <laughs> the Minecraft dog. Minecraft Either dog, that's, that's, that's messed up. That's real, that's no. not cool. I didn't even know about this. It seems like a secret feud, even. Yeah. I didn't even have a dog. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> okay, uh, so, either way, I just really want to promise them that we're gonna bring a really good match. No matter what, win or loss, we're gonna, we're gonna bring another show, just like that last match. Promise that I'm gonna feed less this time. Looking back at that match, we made some really simple mistakes that we really tried to improve hard on, right? So, we've we've took that match probably the most one of the most serious matches of the season, and we've we're going to learn a lot from them from it and from from facing them. So I'm sure they have too, but we're we're going to bring an even better match this time, and I'm sure we'll keep that promise later on. Nice. I mean, we're all looking forward to it. We had you guys 
you, even though it didn't go your way in the end, it was an awesome match to watch, and I would appreciate seeing the the revenge match possibly going your way just just to keep the um the uh the theme going the uh the rivalry into the off season. So um, and I know Meteors they have a they have a pretty big target on their back. I know they um they're one of the more vocal teams in our in our tier, and a lot of people see them as a as like a, a huge contender. So a lot of a lot of um feelings go towards them not always warranted but definitely like i'm sure that they thrive in that environment of just constantly being the uh the target everyone's trying to take down because commit is a little bit too high of a wall for some people right now and i completely understand the, the just just let them do their own thing until someone takes them down and then we all study that vod but until that point it's all just let, let let's be the first team to really uh really show meteors uh that we're that even though they didn't think of us maybe as the best team this is this is time to get the dub and, and be a team to, to get scared because if you take out a team like what you guys meteors tough luck and commit if any if, if someone takes a game off of one of you guys then it's it, they're considered like a contender so that's that's i think a, what a lot of who's left in the discord tier is trying to do in these last couple weeks mm -hmm. So, uh, so watch out for the sleeper picks like uh, Reno and Invictus and Invictus trying to take crazy games off of you guys. Definitely wouldn't sleep on Reno or Invictus uh, as of late. I, I know that there's been some roster changes, but those are some really great teams with great people on it. Infius, I don't know as well, but we do a couple of scrims. Uh, we had a scrim set up with them, actually, and it, it didn't go through, which really hurt my feelings. But a bunch of really nice guys over there, and I, I know that they're in the process of becoming a team to really... Uh, not sleep on it like kind of what happened in the in the beginning of the season so i appreciate everybody's like the, this final second win that everyone's going through so mm. on that similar note uh the the last five uh is there any games that you look forward to watching as a spectator maybe just like knowing the outcome from like any other teams is there is there a radar out or is it just head down grinding the infious Reno commit Invictus matchup until playoffs. I'm going to be honest, I haven't looked at the last few. Uh, I believe schedule. 15th week, let me just make sure. Yeah, uh, Close versus Harmony and Chaos, I'm actually kind of interested in, mainly because those are two teams that, uh, not going to sugarcoat it, they were doing like pretty poorly early season, I think most people agree with that, but in like, especially like mid-season to now, they've really picked up and they started to become like actual contenders people are kind of getting scared of. So... Uh, like, as two teams that are sort of both in that sort of state uh, independently, but we haven't really seen compete against each other yet, I'm really interested in seeing which of them has grown more since the midseason. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. They're, um, we played them back-to-back, -back and they both beat us, and that really made us uh, think twice about considering them a, uh, a low-tier pick, uh, especially Eclipse as of late. I think Eclipse have, have really flipped the switch. While uh, Harmony had had a lot of success and then dipped down again and then had to, it just keep doing like the the balancing act of are we a good team or are we, you know, the same as we were when we started and definitely after playing they're a bunch of good guys so it has to just be a stability thing and just week to week the mentalities change and there's nothing really you can do about that so just working with it and rolling with the curveballs is what's gonna have to happen on that team so that's that's cool week 15. Is definitely going to be full of excitement for everybody. Our our hardest games week fifteen against Flarentic Lava Cats, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, um, yeah, you, guys finish on, you guys finish on a hard note. It's uh. a bad one. Yeah, yeah. It's, we're the most scared for that. Like we have tough luck and meteors coming up, not even close to how much prep we're going to put in the Flarentic Lava Cats match. It's yeah. it's bad. Yeah, we're not. We don't think we're gonna we're gonna make it, but we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Look out for us. Um, People called one last bad versus meteors match of the season. And I, I appreciate that. That was like really cool to see all that. But I think match of the season is coming up week thirteen. Uh, Aimbot That's a huge one. Yep, that's gonna yeah. be a big one. <laughs> that like, I wish I wish it was streamed, but you know, unfortunate. How yeah, would that go? How how would that happen? Would it be like they they just put a blank? They just go into a custom game with no one in it, and it's just like the commentators Dude, and the play by play has to like really hype it up, even though nothing's happening. <laughs> that would be really yeah. fun. I would like Dude, that. They, they just put six bots on each team. Ooh, and then just like, spectate, just like commentate, commentate a four a four map series bot match. Oh my goodness, I would be such a no, four map. What are you talking about? That's map five. That's a that's a I game. Actually, I actually ironically want to do that now, but it's a different different thing. I have uh, approximately one person in the admin community that listens to me. I'll do my best. I'll I'll, I'll talk to him. We'll see if we can make it happen. <laughs> All right. 
He's got a plug. I see. I got the plug. I got. I, I after my time doing these interviews, I I have attained one potential favor, and I you know might be time to cash in. Look, easy scrim books. Easy. I'm actually pretty interested in uh, commit versus Invictus. That one should be interesting. Yeah, I didn't think that there was going to be so much hype behind that match, but after hearing the podcast and the community talking more about it, 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 it seems like a lot of people are pulling for Invictus to be the one. I think uh, a match that might be only just me, but this week, Instalock versus Alta 4. I know players from both teams, like Koga on DPS, Kuna, and and I just want to see them go head to head, like those two people. But like I know for a fact, Instalock's gonna boom them hundred percent. Like who's the sixth probably... player though? What? Doesn't isn't Instalock in a situation where they don't have six players because Specs left? Okay. Honestly, we played all F four five v six, and we almost beat them on on a map on Nubani. Whoa, whoa. So I I think Kuna can bring the heat, and same with Frosty. Okay. <laughs> But, uh, you have to say that. Sorry. To be fair, so yeah, Instalock's issue isn't they they lost Specs, but they did get Juke in uh, as a replacement, which is like objectively better in every way, as and we all know. But then Silent Monkey going down—that's I assume uh, Sacred Walrus is competent enough to be able to get either a uh, like a solid uh, sixth player by the match. Probably well, within the next uh, thirty minutes or so, actually, I would have to be uh, or like oh, a yeah. sub registered so they hours. could. But even even with a sub, you know, I, I think Instalock probably takes that match. They, they've been looking like they just have so much good talent now, especially with uh, Juke coming in as like a really nice leader. So that's pretty interesting. It's right. exactly what the team needed. Yeah, any Juke that any any team oh, any team that Juke's on is is a team to really be feared. It, it's not always like uh, he's not one of those players that I I I, uh, I look for like incredibly mechanical plays. But his what he brings to the comms of a team and just like the morale and mentality. Find a team cannot be like overstated. I think he's really good at just keeping a team in line, talking them through stuff, coming up with strats. I mean, he like never, never been on a team with him, but at the same time, like he's been active in our Discord, like which is wild because we didn't, <laughs> we didn't expect anyone from the community to come into our Discord and like even talk to us. So like he he came in, he was just like, yeah, yeah, here's here's everything. Here's just how I feel about everything you're doing at all times. I was like, holy holy goodness, let's. You know, let's talk to this guy more. So, super nice guy. Really happy for Instalock to have them on a team. I'm sure that they'll they'll still put on a good show for us against Alta 4. I just think that if the Alta 4 was ever going to take a game off of Instalock, I guess it'd be this week since they don't have, like, as stable as a roster as maybe they're used to. Um, I still understand where everybody, a lot of people are coming from where it's like Alta 4 still probably will, will take the L. But I, I, I kind of got to root for the underdog just 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 because, like, someone has to, right? Like, I mean, let's pull for, let's, you know. True. Let's try. Let, let's let's try to give them the benefit of the doubt and, and say that they can beat a team without all play, without six players. Let's, 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 this, let's hope. This credibility that I mean, especially because Instalox has been in a weird spot, not even just because of their roster, but also partially because, like, they're going to be playing this match with, I think, assuming they get a, a they get a sub or a new player uh, by, by, like, the time, they're going to be playing this match with three players that they haven't played in a tournament match before. In like Jet, Juke, and whoever their main tank would be. Um, but especially interesting is the fact that uh, ever since week seven, so they had a by week seven, Otaku forfeited to them week eight. They got they played Meteors, which is kind of a you know, it's a thing you kind of expect to lose no matter what. It, it, yeah, they, they did well, but even then, yeah, you kind of expect to lose that game. And then week ten, they also have a buy. So they haven't never they haven't had really a competitive game in the last few weeks. So it'll be interesting to see how they come back from not playing a super like important or competitive game while also having like half the roster be new players. Yeah. Also with uh, Ulta Four, I'm pretty sure they have two uh, two buys coming up, which is interesting. Right. That's like a lot of people give them flack for not doing the best that they potentially could be, but um, still have a really good chance of making it into the playoffs just by how many like I'm pretty sure either Otaku forfeited to them or. Or something or along those lines. They've already had one buy and they have two buys coming up. So that's like, that's that's and they already have like I think it's like their three wins right now. They might be at four and it's they get two more for free. So like that's that's not a bad look going what six and like the the worst they could do is like six and seven, six and six and eight yeah. something like that. So yeah, yeah I mean, uh, good luck to them. Good luck to Insulak. Hopefully they can they can pull it together and like 
if, if they get this win in like commanding fashion, then I'm sure that'll give them a lot of confidence going into the weeks to like after. So it could go either way. So super cool. And um, definitely good luck to you guys in your big match against Sugar Rush. That's going to be, it's going to be a hard one. So uh, do your best. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My biggest fear coming into that match was definitely, I will deliver. Uh, oh, no. He kind of, he's, he was kind of a scary player. Unfortunately he, he, I mean, as well as I guess the rest of uh, Sugar Rush are kind of gone for the queue now, which is unfortunate. But I, yeah, that's the kind of game I actually wanted to play this game sort of from the beginning of the season, honestly, because I always was interested in Sugar Rush as a team. But it's a little unfortunate that we, we didn't end up being able to do it. But right. a 4-0 is a 4-0, you know, it's, it's free, so I'll take it. But Yeah, it was interesting. At the beginning of the season, we, we kind of set up like, uh, a rival trio before, like, well, by the time that like we got into the preseason tournament, that like the three teams were going to try to like consistently play at the level at or more. It would, was Aimbot, Sugar Rush, and Frantic Lavacots, and they're all gone. So, <laughs> so unfortunate trio. I know Frantic Lavacots is our first game ever, so they were like they were a pick because of that. They're like, yeah, so these, this is the first thing we've ever played. This will be our rival, and then we played, um, then we played. Where we met Juke and learned that he was on aimbots, and then we had a super close game with the aimbots, and we're like, okay, this is awesome. We gotta, we gotta do something with this. We gotta, we just gotta start liking these guys and talk to them more and and play with them. And then they left recently, and then Sugar Rush was the team that we lost to that we're like, we were so sour about because it, it was so close, and we're like, ah, we gotta, we gotta grind to be better than this team. And then now they're gone. So, deep <sighs> club. I competition's know. getting wiped out right I mean, now you are better than them you have officially gotten better than them so that's I true mean... yeah i i'm not gonna like it's weird though because at the same time like we're getting really scared that someone's gonna like figure out that we've actually like killed every member of each team and so uh juke's the only one who's gotten out and he hasn't mentioned anything to anybody that we've that we've just been on this serial killer-esque spree so we'll just make yeah. sure that that word doesn't get out um i'll have to have you guys sign an nda um and then we'll we'll be we'll be on our way. Uh <laughs> speaking, we, 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 speaking okay. of the teams that are still left in uh like contention at this point. The the t three teams that are not styled to go into playoffs right now are Otaku, Infius, and Harmony and Chaos, which I have not noticed from before, but those three teams, uh Infius still has to play us and commit, so Interesting. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's I mean, just looking at the standings now, it seems unlikely Infius just because of a, a tough early season is it's gonna be tough for them to get back into playoff contention. Uh, Otaku has just had their own like you know roster troubles. It, it happens, it's unfortunate. But then when you look at like teams like Harmony and Chaos kind of on the rise, that's interesting to look at. My personal prediction is that Harmony and Chaos and Alt F4 go on huge win streaks, and Prodigious just loses all their games and goes to the bottom of the standings. Yeah, that's mine too. Yeah, they're a really bad team. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no. Watch us in this uh, tough luck game. Let's see if uh, let's see if we can get a kill. That's uh, that's our new oh, that's our no. new go. Yeah, I mean, to be oh, fair, no I haven't seen much from Tough Luck in uh, since we played them. So you know, I don't I don't I don't know where, where they are right now. Alta four forfeited to them last week. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it, I haven't had much you know actual content to watch from them. So it'll be interesting to see how that game goes. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm I. We're not really looking to do anything crazy. We've um, like we've kind of mentally uh, checked out of this meta. We're not really all that into it. Um, we're working on some just other stuff internally, and we're gonna we're gonna try to field that closer to playoffs because we're fairly confident that like, after like we're gonna be able to beat teams like uh like Instalock and Otaku, and then we get that buy at the end. So like, we're we're like kind of banking on if, if we make it into playoffs, then we'll we'll be able to ride the new meta wave. Um. So like that's that's a completely you guys can every team can can listen to that and, and use that however they want it. We're not we're not too like we're not too into like keeping secrets. We like everyone to kind of play around us. I mean that's how initially we like got the attention of people like Ski and stuff like that. It was like we were just running off meta comps and doing fairly well. So but then the meta became more solid and we we're like we're starting to like lose steam because we're like oh let's let's try running meta and then we just did it we just could not get a win with it. So we. We're trying to the, the Shengdu route of, of just you know make it or break it, so we'll um, we'll see how well we do. But hopefully everyone keeps us in in their prayers because we're probably gonna need it. It's it's kind of been a slaughter lately. Um, but yeah, 
So I, I like I like the idea of, of Otaku and um, Harmony and Chaos and Alta Four really making the end of the season look uh, ended in a dominating fashion because uh, Harmony and Chaos definitely deserves it. As of late, they've been they've been doing a lot of cool stuff and uh, Alta Four. I have not been watching them since literally the the preseason tournament. We we played them week one and just just haven't even paid, kept up. Um, and then Otaku or New Taku as people have been calling them or Instant Ramen. Which is their potential name change for next season? Um, all right, they're full. They're full of really good players and nice people. So I, I can't root against them in any fashion. So, but we are now at the 15-minute mark. So we're gonna start talking about more of the prompted questions that's in every, every cast. And the the first one's gonna be, uh, in your opinion, just you know, each one of you can have different ones. Uh, who is contributing to the team the most morale wise it could be positive it could be negative obviously positive is what really what we're looking for but if someone's super toxic you got to call them out do it so like who's contributing more like positively out of game okay so i'm not gonna do the negative side like you said because i ruined my own image um but <laughs> positive you know what like this isn't just because he's here this isn't just me being like mr funny haha man but unkempt my man uh he's been a really positive influence because he's, he's, he's you know he's a funny guy like he, he's mr funny you know all that but also he's just like super positive in game he gets like in terms of like visually and audibly he gets like the least tilted of some of our team members i think especially when we're in like you know troubling states where we're playing games that seem like we're, we're underperforming any of that he's always been like there and telling us that that we should just keep like powering through it and all that so uh, my boy unkempt yeah yeah i like unkempt too Whatever we're yeah. he just he'll just whisper Z-Snap into my ear. It, it, it really helps. Gotta I like myself too. But honestly, I don't see myself as... Like, I get tilted too, right? And like, there's times and maybe one time in a scrim that I got boomed so hard that I wanted to yell at them, but I didn't. But like, honestly, I think the person that keeps the most cool is Matt, even though he's on a leave of absence. He's the oldest one of, out of like one last ride, and I think he's one of the more like passive people on our team mm. so like he doesn't he doesn't raise his voice at all so i think he's more like someone that's like we should be kind of like but we're zoomers and he's a boomer so it's it's like climate change it's eventually <laughs> gonna happen he's very uh, chill yeah, speaking of uh not a pat pat uh expect uh some information some some I don't know what I'm going. I don't know what I'm going for. Expect, expect, expect the, a potential return of a uh, Matthew Tatthew sometime soon. Yeah. Oh. The leave of absence is potentially going on leave of absence. Oh uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Nice. Um, and then I guess the the second one that we usually do is um, who's improved the most? It could be. I mean, we're we're looking more for like mechanical gameplay, but it could be mentality wise. It could be comms wise, leadership, anything. Oh god, I actually, okay, so, uh, we, this is sort of like an irrelevant thing for the beginning of the season, but we had, we came in with two off tanks, but they weren't the two off tanks that we currently have, so we started the season with, uh, Telm J. Cannon we have now, and also a guy named Teth, who kind of, uh, disappeared one day out of nowhere, yeah, that was, that was, it was strange, but, uh, uh, Telm, Telm, he, from the start, I was like, I was, not that I kind of iffy on him, like, he, he played, like, mostly, like, D.Va and Zarya back when that was, we thought that was meta, you know, the kind of GOATS era, um, and I wasn't, like, 100% confident, I was like, I don't know if we want to, like, run, like, specific comps, like, we we're running him on, like, you know, off tanks and all that, but I, I think of all of our players from, from, like, uh, before the start of the season to now, he's, like, picked it up so hard, his hog was consistently uh like incredibly good back during the arisa hog meta and i think he's done really well in arisa for being a hero that isn't really his you know his role he just kind of picked up and has taken on pretty well ever since the new meta came in so i think he's probably the most improved of our team nice any other any differing opinions there uh i got i do have to say yeah tell has improved a lot mechanically definitely but there's also like going back to matt He's also helped us improve a lot through his mentality, just be and mostly his comms. Like he helped our comm structure a lot. Well, when he was here, <laughs> he's been gone for a while now. But uh, he helped our comm structure a lot, and that helped us a lot. I'd say definitely like through just learning the game and basis of communication, he's really helped us with that. Uh, 
Uh, on to you, Cam. Who do you think is the most contributing? Like, now that you mentioned Matt for, like, comms, oh, I'm fucking getting herpes in my mouth. Give me one second. What? Uh -oh. Okay, what? Uh-oh. Okay, right? So, like, now that you mentioned Matt as, like, someone who's, like, progressed over the t course of we had him in time and stuff, like, yeah, I see him as, like, someone that's, like, who's improved over, the, like, this fucking one last ride and same with Tom. Like, those two, I just, I can't differentiate which one's better, which one's improved more. I, personally, I think Tom, like, yeah, he was on the Hog and then the Diva and the Zarya, and now he's, on, like, on the Rissa. Obviously, he, like, he does all this, he does, like, we follow him and same with Modern and stuff like that. So, I think, like, his awareness of what, like, like, how we play as a team has improved from switching from, like, uh, off tank to main tank. So, he, he's gotten better with, like, team positioning and like where we play and like where our dps play and where the tanks play as a whole stuff like that but like i'm not gonna say our dps haven't improved coder and cry kairos they've they've been just dominating throughout the whole whole time unless your coder's internet then it's on muckers <laughs> but like those two i wouldn't say they've improved they've just been dominating the whole trank trank era community people like that like they're they're good so i don't see them improving i just see them pooping on people and i, <laughs> I take pictures gotcha right. well we're um we're down to the last uh, about eight minutes so we're gonna we're gonna get to the uh much anticipated section which is the tier list you only have to do it for your tier but you're more than welcome to give some uh some harmony opinions we only do the top eight from each so we'll start with discord you can collaborate as a team but uh what I hear first is what will be recorded first. So just you know, go ahead and start shouting out whatever uh, whatever you feel, and I'll I'll start I'll start writing that down. Okay, so top four uh, is always locked in. I feel like commit's definitely not in the top eight. Okay. Not. Yeah, no, so, I would. <laughs> no, no. So okay, so, yeah, obviously commit number one. I don't think anyone's gonna like disagree with that. It's just they've been you know consistent. It's the thing you can't deny. No matter how much you want to say about them, or like, oh, I think uh, one last ride, or I think uh x team is gonna beat them this week they've dropped like what like like five maps or something the whole season until someone <laughs> actually beats them and just for reference here they have 11 more map differential than meteors which is nuts from jumping from one to two so i definitely think the clear top three is then commit meteors us like uh, yeah there's not like modern said with commit there's not really much debating that right you know Meteors and us are then below anything in the top three, I don't think. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so that's yeah. I feel like the top three most people kind of like agree on. Uh, in terms of beyond that though, uh, so tough luck has been consistently and that kind of like a four to three spot from the beginning of the season till now. Even though they've had like their issues and they've like drop drop matches and stuff like that, they've still been pretty consistently beating the teams they need to beat, and they haven't lost their position in the standings uh so i think they're pretty solid for like fourth or fifth because i uh previously i would have for sure put instalock uh fourth place above tough luck but with you know instalock's changes we haven't really seen a whole lot out of them just because of all their buys and all that so it's hard to say for sure where instalock is but i would still probably put instalock in the top five just below tough luck at least based on how i think they're gonna play with their new pickups gotcha um, so beyond the top five, I know that it's where it gets really messy. So what what do you got there? Can we start from the bottom? Uh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Well, there's like three, so. I mean, like minus the rest in peace teams. I think. Like... Well, yeah, we're we're not going beyond eight. We're not we're not talking yeah, about that. Gonna, it's just, yeah. But if you meant bottom as in number eight, you can do that. Let me let me check. Though. Okay, so here's here's my thing, right? So. Uh, for me, like an eight is kind of a toss-up between like uh, Invictus and Renovatio, but I think just purely based on the performance that Invictus gave against Renovatio in the past, I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before. Uh, Reno was was playing awkward. They also were missing some of their players, so it's not necessarily their fault. They kind of were having a bit of a, like a roster bump right there. But I think just Invictus's performance has been good enough to maybe say that I think that I can say they're in top eight, like at the eighth position. And that's uh, Invictus at seven. Or would you say they're at six? Because we still have one more spot to fill. Uh, I actually, I would say, I would say, yeah, Invictus is actually eighth. I would say that Renault, oh. while very close, just doesn't make the top eight. Oh, 
I see. Dang. Poor, poor and then, uh, for me at least, below Invictus, I think then I would have... Not below Invictus, between or, Invictus. Uh, between Invictus and... Against the lock. Number four. I, I would put number seven is probably... Huh. Eclipse, and then Instalock. That's what I would say. And then that still leaves fifth, doesn't it? Wait. Well, yeah, currently no, no, Instalock's so, in fifth, but we yeah, can... Yes, so Instalock's fifth. We have a gap of two between Instalock and Invictus. What I was gonna say is, like... Because all the, like, there's been a lot of, like, talk about the teams. I just think based on, like, how not only standings, but also how they've been performing against higher teams, I would put uh, both Eclipse and uh, Harmony and Chaos in those two spots between Invictus and, uh, in fact, just because of, like, the growth they've had over the past few weeks. Like, they've showed up quite a bit uh, against, uh, like, like the, like, the, uh, the bottom again, five, six again. teams. Yeah, I was about to say, Eclipse dropped, Eclipse went against Infius, and then they went against Sugar Rush. And then yeah. Against prodigious. Yeah, they're they're not playing. They, I think I think that was a forfeit to Ulta four when they were going through the roster changes, but so they played, Infia Sugar Rush Prodigious. I, I don't know. I think this yeah, next coming weeks will really prove it because they have Renovadio commit Invictus will really prove if they're top eight material. It's but a I good don't know point. If we can call it. Yeah. However, you got to say you got to consider like since we, they, three teams have dropped out now. That leaves, what, a total of, uh... It leaves Harmony, Chaos... At least 13, so then you're, you're only leaving five out of the top eight. And they've beat, I think, at least three or four of those five teams. So it's kind of hard to say they're out of the top eight. Just because, like, you kind of have a more limited pool to work the from The one here. that I want to see is the Invictus and Red of Audio Eclipse games, because then that really decides who's the top yeah. six, seven... But as of right now, I think Invictus is having their kind of big roster kind of troubles from the beginning, but I think they still made the top eight, and then, like, you know... I would say Eclipse at 6th and Harmony and Chaos at 7th, just based on what I've seen from them recently. Because Harmony and Chaos's, uh, like improvement seems to have come from like them adding players to the roster, like a, a big roster change-ups, whereas Eclipse seems to have just been uh, adapting to the meta more, like they didn't sh make too many major changes to their roster, all things considered. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So no, I can see that. I would say Eclipse 6, Harmony and Chaos 7, and then Victus 8, I personally. Lock that in? Cool. Yeah, you guys think that? Okay. Sure. And then uh, we only have like a, about two minutes left. Did you want to run through the harmony, or do you know if you don't know it, then no big deal. We don't have to force it. I have no. Yeah, idea. I, I I don't keep track too much of the harmony games. I don't know I mean, a whole lot about most of the teams. Sure. Yeah, we don't really care about harmony. Whoa. Uh, okay, wait a second. Don't play like that. Oh, okay. Oh. We don't we don't keep up to date with harmony games and stuff like that in their records. And uh, we can we can try and meme on people. <laughs> nah, no, 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 I don't, I don't think he wants us to do it without knowing. Oh, yeah. I want to meme on people though. Okay, it's fine. Yeah, you're on time. Okay, here, after this, all I'll say is uh, vitamin C out because of capital. Easy game. Easy clap. Uh, I don't think I've talked to capital in my life, but there you go. <laughs> I've coached capital. Really nice guy. Gotta say his team's bottom three. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, like their their tank line is exceptional, their support line is awesome, and their DPS gets the job done. They're all around a great team. Gonna have to put them in thirteenth place though. Like it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing personal, guys. You guys are some good That's people, but not really putting up the results to back that. Yeah, up, come so. on, man. Harmony tier commit. <laughs> that I feel super you. bad for is that their their exact same record as commit, but Harmony tier refused to give them like. And give, to give them any recognition, and I feel so bad because Capital just he's you know he's only getting more toxic by the day because of it. So it's we gotta yeah, calm him down. He's putting uh, in the grind. I suppose that makes sense to a degree because it's something you <laughs> notice between like Harmony and Discord, especially. Is Harmony has like a lot more turbulence in like the changes in like second, third, fourth place, whereas Discord's had a pretty consistent like top four or five from the beginning. I yeah, yeah. I want to say they've had a to constant top four tilt since after we beat Tough Luck. Who did we face first? Just tough luck or inch luck? I don't know. But after we beat tough luck. the yeah, after we beat tough luck, I think then we had the cons cons the consistent top four. Yeah. And there hasn't been much change in it whatsoever. I don't right. think at all. But then like I, I hear every other week I hear about like oh it turns out uh ho holy hell opinions is actually eighteen times better than karma and then oh no karma actually just uh beat fifteen teams at once so it looks like they're second place again you know you hear a lot about the changes in the harmony tier so yeah awesome well that is gonna be the end of the interview i i appreciate everybody tuning into the stream and of course one last ride all you guys coming out to to help 
help out with this interview and, and show us a little bit more about this team that personally I knew almost nothing about, but I knew you guys are good people and you guys have proved it. Uh, good luck for the rest of the, the season. And uh, that's going to be me, Juco, signing off. If you guys have any uh, parting words, go ahead and shoot them out. Uh, parting words were I was unaware that Capital is watching the stream. That's a little unfortunate. <laughs> good luck, Commit. Good luck. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. GG's, boys. Oh, and good luck in PS2. If you had any.